Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Greed, for lack of a better word, is good. Everybody needs money. That's why they call it money. Well, it's no trick to make a lot of money. All you want is to make a lot of money. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Offbeat Wall Street. I'm Frank Miller. Now, every week we, I mean I, I mean, well, the collective we, (laughs) sit vigilantly in the pumpkin patch here while our friends circle the neighborhood knocking on doors and extorting candy, all in an effort to bring you the best information about Wall Street and the financial markets. Well, it's getting to be that time. Yeah, soon we're going to be staying up late, waiting in anticipation, trying to see whether a great round orange creature will unexpectedly rise. No, I'm not talking about the election. I'm talking about the great pumpkin. Jeez, is that on everybody's mind these days? Seriously, everywhere you go. Well, of course, Halloween is on its way, and Wall Street has been a bit nervous. There's been a lot for investors to digest. Earnings season continues to roll on, and we'll update you on some of last week's headline makers. Of course, we'll also look ahead to this week when the likes of Apple and Google are set to release their results. Meanwhile, the Federal Reserve remains in view. Yeah, just like a bad rash, they just won't go away, no matter how much lotion I put on it. There's a little chance that the Fed is going to raise interest rates ahead of the presidential election, but the odds remain high that a rate hike is, in fact, on the way in December. So we'll peek in on the latest from the Fed and see what to expect on that front. And, of course, the presidential campaign is coming into its final stretch Thank goodness. <laughs> you know, there hasn't been much of direct impact on the markets, but the possibility of a messy election is hanging over Wall Streets, in case you haven't figured that out already. Also now there's doubts about how the congressional elections are going to turn out, adding a little bit more to the already high level of uncertainty. All in all, very spooky holiday season, but hey, don't be scared. We're here to help you. This is the uh, most sincere pumpkin patch episode of Offbeat Wall Street. Each year the great pumpkin rises out of the pumpkin patch that he thinks is the most sincere. He's got to pick this one. He's got to. I don't see how a pumpkin patch can be more sincere than this one. All right, well, Netflix was one of the standouts from last week's earnings calendar. The company reported earnings that rose from last year and beat expectations. The company also had strong subscriber growth figures. Subscriber additions remain soft in the U.S., where the online movie service is facing market saturation, but overseas growth was well above expectations. Shares of Netflix were up nearly 20% following the release of its earnings news. Among some of the other big names that reported last week, shares of IBM dropped sharply after the release of its earnings report. The tech giant reported results that beat analysts' expectations. However, revenues fell from last year, and the company's guidance was considered a bit soft. Meanwhile, Microsoft got a big boost from its earnings report. The software maker said that its profits slipped from last year and was hurt by a dip in revenues for personal computing. But results still came in above expectations, thanks to strength in its cloud computing unit. 
As a result, Microsoft shares climbed to an all-time high, beating the bubble levels in 1999. Now let's turn to the economy. A couple of key manufacturing reports came out last week. Industrial production showed disappointing growth in September. The Federal Reserve said the figure rose just a tenth of one percent in September, following an increase of a half percent the previous month, while economists had expected an increase of two-tenths of one percent. Meanwhile, the key regional manufacturing index showed a bit of a surprise contraction in New York State. The New York Fed Empire State Index had a reading of negative 6.8 in October, following a negative 2.0 in September. Economists had expected that figure to rise to a positive reading of 1.0. Negative reading, of course, suggests contraction in the sector. And the Empire State Index covers the manufacturing sector in, you guessed it, New York State. A separate regional manufacturing report showed a slowdown in the Mid-Atlantic region. The Philadelphia Federal Reserve said that its index reading slipped to 9.7 in October from 12.8 in September. A decline in that index indicates slower growth. And another key report on manufacturing is due out this week. The government will release figures on durable goods orders, and that stat measures orders for items meant to last at least three years. That includes retail stuff like home appliances and industrial items like jet engines, which isn't a household item depending on where you live. It's also considered a good look at the health of the heavy manufacturing sector. However, since the figure includes many high-priced items, it can be extremely volatile depending on when large orders for expensive equipment come in. You've missed your treat and now you're going to miss the Halloween party. What a way to spend Halloween. <laughs> you think you're so smart. Just wait until the great pumpkin comes. He'll be here. You can bet on that. Well, as it was the case last week, earnings season will continue to be in full force this week. Apple's going to be one of the key highlights. The iPhone makers expected to see a notable earnings drop for its latest quarter. Revenues are predicted to shrink as well. Analysts expect the top line to drop about 9% compared to the same period last year. This would follow a similar report in Apple's last quarter. In July, the company reported earnings that dropped to $7.8 billion compared to $10.7 billion the same period last year. Revenues fell nearly 15% to $42.36 billion. Shipments of iPhones were down for that quarter, but the earnings release came only several weeks before the release of the iPhone 7. Early reports are that the latest iPhone is selling well, and Apple is now expected to unveil its latest Mac computers later this month. All right, Google's also set to release its quarterly results this week. Well, actually, the results are put out by parent company Alphabet. I still can't get used to using that name. Whatever. Alphabet's expected to see a notable earnings improvement compared to last year, helped by revenues that are projected to grow by more than 18%. Amazon's another potentially market-moving earnings announcement. The online retailer's projected to see a significant jump in earnings compared to last year. Revenue is seen higher by almost 30%. And there's a long list of other big-name companies set for release this week. AT&T, Merck, Caterpillar, and Comcast all set to report. There's also a large number of oil-related companies, including ConocoPhillips, ExxonMobil, and Chevron. Earnings likely to be the main driver this week. However, some economic news is set for release as well. There's some fresh data due out from the housing market. The government will release its report on new home sales, and that'll follow up on last week's report on existing home sales or sales of previously owned homes. That report showed a bigger-than-expected rebound in September. Existing home sales were up 3.2% for the month, following a drop of 1.5% in the previous months. Economists were looking for a more modest increase. And this week, we'll also see the release of some consumer sentiment reports and some new data on international trade. 
Also, some new figures about economic growth in the third quarter will be out, and this will be the first look at how the overall economy fared during the July to September period. The last stats released in September showed a just 1.4% growth rate in GDP in the second quarter. This week's GDP report will add some importance as it will be the last one before the presidential election. Theoretically, a weak showing for the third quarter could play into Trump's favor as Hillary Clinton is tied to the current administration. Ah, the election. Oh, brother. I could have had candy, apples, and gum, and cookies, and money, and all sorts of things. But no, I had to listen to you, you blockhead. What a fool I was. Trick or treats come only once a year. And I miss it by sitting in a pumpkin patch with a blockhead. You owe me restitution! All right, each week, as you know, we like to wander off the beaten path just a little bit and take a look at some money stories that aren't exactly Wall Street related. So, here's some of our quick hits. Well, as you know, business and politics are getting a bit more mixed all the time. Donald Trump came from the business world, as you know, but it turns out that the Democrats were actually considering putting a high-profile executive on the ticket as well. Yeah. Leaked emails from the Clinton campaign chairman John Podesta had an interesting nugget about the vice presidential nominee. The spot eventually went to Tim Kaine, of course, but the Clinton campaign had actually considered a few people from the business world. Bill and Melinda Gates were on the list, as were Apple CEO Tim Cook and General Motors CEO Mary Barra. So were Starbucks CEO Howard Schultz and billionaire Michael Bloomberg. In all, there was a categorized list of 39 people making up the first cut of the VP decision process. Interestingly, there were seven categories considered called food groups in the mail. I always thought there were four food groups. And then there's the food pyramid. I always get confused. Well, anyway, there were the business people. There were also groups for Hispanics, females, white men, African Americans, and military. And there was also one group that had one person in it. No, it wasn't me. It was Bernie Sanders. Yeah, well, whatever. Hey, you know, we talked about Apple's upcoming earnings, and we talked about the fact that their CEO made the top 40 Democratic VP candidate list. Well... Here's one last one from the computer maker. Looks like the long-rumored autonomous electric car from Apple is done. And the development program called Project Titan has been reportedly scrapped by the tech giant. According to a Bloomberg report, Apple has shut down its not-so-secret car project with several hundred employees being reassigned to other divisions and many others leaving the company entirely. Project Titan will now focus on autonomous driving technology instead. I got five pieces of candy. I got a chocolate bar. I got a quarter. I got a rock. Hey, thanks, everybody. This has been Offbeat Wall Street. If you like the show, please go to iTunes or your favorite podcast catcher and subscribe. While you're there, go ahead and rate and review the show. Good ratings help others to discover it, so it's very helpful. Make sure you let all your friends know. Check out offbeatwallstreet.com. That's our fabulous and groovy website. Follow us on Twitter at Offbeat Wall Street, and you spell the S-T like S-T on a street sign. And, of course... Thanks to Brian Stewart, the big BS, for all the script writing and co-production of the podcast. And of course, a great big special thanks to our great friends at RTT News. Well, they're more like platonic friends. They provide a lot of the news and stats that we use on the show, though. So if you want up-to-date info on the markets, check them out, rttnews.com. And as we say goodbye, women's rights and sexual harassment have obviously become big issues in the presidential campaign. So in celebration of the uh, great pumpkin, we just wanted to remind you about how Sally Brown handles the topic. If you try to hold my hand, I'll slug you. Yikes. Have a great week, everybody. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.